Welcome to the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. We discuss six questions in nine minutes because leaders know how to be concise. Let's start with our guest today, our first question. In a few sentences, tell us who you are and what you do. Hello, thanks, Sean. Uh, my name is Jim Connor. I'm a serial entrepreneur. I own a couple of startups, uh, founder of Ocean Ring Technologies, Flexible Sites. These are, from my background, I'm in development for 15 years. So what I wanted to do was to provide a way that I could lend my technical background and development skills to those that were in need of it. So nonprofits, uh, startups that did not have uh, a lot of funding, um, but they had a great idea and they're looking to make a, a positive social impact in, the, in their community. So that's pretty much who I am. I'm, I'm basically uh, a, a social impact technologist looking to use my skills to help improve um, the communities, our world, and work with those that are looking to do exactly the same thing. That is fantastic. I really like that approach of trying to help others kind of accomplish what they need to do, especially in the, in the uh, nonprofit realm. So that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Question number two, what's the best thing about working with a team? I would say the best thing is that if I'm not feeling it, if I'm, I mean, we have those days, right? Where we just don't, we just can't get going. We're just not into it. It's just for whatever reason, we're burnt out. And we just say, hey, look, I'm just, I'm going to work for a couple hours, take care of any high priority things. And if anybody needs me, you know, just send me a message uh, or, you know, or email. And as a team, we you know, we all understand that. We all understand that, you know, there's going to be times that we're just not feeling it and tired or we just need, you know, there's an opportunity to take, take advantage of with family. Um, so, you know, those things I, I really appreciate because the team, not that it happens every, you know, a, a lot, but it, the fact that as a team, we have that option. Whereas if it's just you, and there's a project and there's a deadline. And if you don't work that day, you're going to miss that deadline. Um, just having that option is, is, is really stress relieving. That's a great point. I like that perspective because you're right. The team can help kind of boost up those that maybe are, for whatever reason, lagging just a bit, whether it's a temporary day-long thing or there's a season of life where they're struggling for whatever reason. So that's a great perspective. Right. Mm -hmm. Question number three, I hear from other leaders of teams that it can be a challenge to get team members engaged. Tell us your thoughts. It is um, one of the things about our team that's a little bit um, unique is the fact that we work with a lot of nonprofits. We can see our impact. We can see that we make a difference in communities. Mm -hmm. So it's not so much as a challenge for when you can put that in perspective to say, hey, look, you know, if we help build this technology, then this nonprofit, this organization will be able to make more of a difference. You know, so, for example, uh, we work with uh, schools in Sierra Leone over in Africa, uh, and they're moving from pencil and paper tracking of students information. And we just created a very simple uh, application for them to be able to track between all the schools and 
it helps their teachers be more efficient. Now they don't have to, you know, look for paperwork that they did last year, or they can look up a student and see all their history immediately. So those kind of things, we don't, team members stay engaged. Mm. So connecting them with that vision is a really big piece, obviously, of what you do. I think that's a great approach. Question number four, what other piece of advice do you have for leaders of teams? So one of the advices that I was granted by probably in another podcast that I was listening to, and I, it just stuck with me, is that uh, this leader said, when someone, when someone does something good, you want to do it publicly. You want to praise them publicly. You want to, you want to talk about, you know, hey, look, thanks for taking care of this, you know, in front of other people. You know, uh, it's not a big deal. Not everybody is going to appreciate, you know, that they don't necessarily want their accolades to be broadcast. But it's it's better, you know, to do it. You know, for me, it's better just to say, hey, thanks for taking care of that. But when somebody makes a mistake, no way do I do it in public. No way do I do it talk to them when someone else is there. I usually say, take them uh, in a personal conversation, one-on-one conversation and say, hey, look, you do really well with this, but this mistake right here, this, this, this was the, you know, um, this is what happened and this is, you know, what we need to do to rectify it for next time. Or talk with that person, say, hey, what happened? You know, get their side of the story before you go into like, hey, you know what, that, that cost our client, you know, three hours of downtime but you do that privately. Um, you don't do it in front of other people. I've, I've been in calls where somebody started just getting on their team member in the middle of the call. And I just thought that was very unprofessional. So for me, no, everything is, is private and one-on-one. That is really good advice. I appreciate you sharing that because boy, I certainly wish that more of our leaders would follow that and be very careful about how they provide correction or when they provide it and where and in what setting, but that's great advice. I really like that. Question number five, what other successful leaders of teams would you like to recognize that have had a positive influence in your life? So I've had a couple of mentors um, that have, you know, if if anyone is an entrepreneur or looking to build a company or something, I would say you're going to need someone that's done it before, someone that can give you some insight, you're going to get stuck, you're going to just want to get a second opinion. Uh, for me, one of those mentors is uh, uh, the CEO of another um, tech company in Philadelphia, Promptworks. His name is uh, Greg Sterndale. Uh, he's been he's met up with me uh, numerous times. Just just not even having an agenda. It's just showing up and being present and, and listening. Like, hey, this is what I'm running into, and then giving his opinion. Um, there's you know also. But also I, I look at what other leaders are doing. Um, so Kate Kumbo, uh, who is the executive director of Peace Jam organization. She works with over 14 Nobel laureates around the world. So just to see her interactions and professionalism and you know her energy all the time is, is something that I admire. And at the same time, um, she lets her team kind of she just puts them out there like, Hey, look, I need you to take care of the situation and then not much guidance and say, Hey, look, I trust that you'll figure it out, but this is what we need to do. This is what the goal is. Uh, I'm not sure I'm at that point yet, but her, the, the liberty she gives to some of her team members is, is definitely admirable. 
that's really impressive because yeah, delegating and then trusting it to get done. It can, it, that's a, that's a tough one for a lot of leaders. They, they, we all have that natural instinct to want to micromanage it. And, and she is obviously demonstrating the right way to do it. So thank you for recognizing both of those individuals. Last question. Tell us about your first job. My first job was at a subway and it was a brand new subway that opened up down the road from my house. I guess I was about 15 and Apparently, I didn't work out either. So, like after the first three months, I was the first one to go. Mm. You know? So it was my first job. I mean, I it wasn't like I was late all the time or anything like that. It was just a matter of uh, I was the youngest team member, and then there were other people that were more responsible and, and needed less. Um, they needed less, uh, you know, telling, micromanaging. You know, mm. just like you said. Whereas me, it's like, if you didn't tell me to do it, I didn't do it. Like, I was just, okay, I'm here. What do you want me to do? Okay, do that, do that. And now what? Like, it wasn't, it wasn't a matter of, and that's why I learned that you, there's things, if there's something that you can do, then go ahead and do it. Um, so even though it was only three months, there was a, it was a learning experience for me. Mm. Thank you for sharing that. That's, that's a, uh, it, it's always interesting to listen to the guests talk about their first experience and what they learned from it. So I appreciate you sharing that. And Jim, thank you also for being on the podcast today. How can people find you? Uh, people can find me on uh, LinkedIn. If they look up James Connor and uh, find Ocean Rick Technologies, uh, they will find my profile. Uh, I'm not a big social person, so I don't have a, a Twitter account that I use regularly or Facebook or anything like that. But um, I'm definitely on LinkedIn all the time. If they want to check out flexible sites and they have uh, a nonprofit or organization that could use our help, then by all means, they can go to the flexiblesites.com uh, website, fill out a form, and they'll probably be having a conversation with me to go over how, how Flexible Sites Platform can help them. That's fantastic. Thank you for your generosity. This is Sean Richards with the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders and teams share their insights. For more ideas, go to teamengagementpodcast.com and download our engagement booster tip sheet. Again, teamengagementpodcast.com. Thanks so much for listening and joining with us today. Have a great day.